Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with Barb. Main's hit music channel. I'm in like the Friday mentality over here. I'm ready to do uh, Feel Good Friday because it's my last day of the week. You're on your own for the rest yeah, of, the, of the week. I'm already mailing it in. But it is Wednesday. You want to do a Would You Rather? You got a good one? Yes, I have a spooky one. All right, we're 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 in spooky season. We're getting ready. I thought that Halloween was literally not this coming weekend, but the next weekend. That's how excited I am for Halloween, apparently. Uh, but we got this weekend, next weekend, and then the following weekend is Halloween. Yeah, it is the last day of the month, so <laughs> that's never changed. Yeah, yeah. I It's not that I didn't think that it wasn't the last day of the month. Time flies when you're having fun. I just thought the last day of the month was coming up sooner than I, it really is. So let's do a creepy would you rather for Halloween season. Would you rather spend the night in a graveyard or spend the night in an abandoned house? This is a tough one for me. They're both creepy. First of all, I don't like to camp. So spending a night in the graveyard, I'm assuming that I'm outdoors and I'd have to throw up a tent. Yes. Mm. See, I was leaning towards let's do the graveyard because I think that the house is spookier in my mind. A haunted house. I honestly feel like the house might be dirtier than laying in a sleeping bag on the ground at a graveyard because it's abandoned. I'm going graveyard. Okay. What were you going to go? Well, I was going to say graveyard too. We could be on the same page. We don't have to always argue. Because I feel like with the house, here's here's my thought about this house. In a graveyard, in the grass, on the ground, in the trees, in the air, there's bugs, right? We we know that. That's where the bugs live. They live outside. But in an abandoned house, it's like a secluded area and all the bugs are in the same space and there's like... They're all looking for something to eat. In You're the more house. worried about the bugs than the ghosts and the spirits. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't bother me. You're like that doesn't bother me. I'll be friends with the ghosts. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'll no. do a psychic reading. I'm going. I'm going graveyard. I've also been uh, rewatching the Halloweens, and we haven't got there yet. But I know Halloween Resurrection is where they do the reality show and they send people into the Michael Myers house and then like Buster Rhymes as a karate kick, which that was a wild, me and Bial were talking about, that was a, a wild period of time where Buster Rhymes versus Michael Myers was actually a movie essentially. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but that freaks me out. Like I would definitely not want to live inside the Myers house for a weekend. Would you buy a house if you knew that a murder had taken place in it? No. Even if it was your dream home and they were like, by the way... The wife did kill her husband right there. Um, I think it depends on the murder. If the wife killed the husband, I would do it. Why? I don't know. Why does that change things? Maybe because it just seems like a revenge. Feminist? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But if it was like a gruesome, if the if the husband killed the wife, then I wouldn't they're do like, it. They're like, oh, that's too disturbing. Well, but if the wife killed the husband, you're like, oh, he probably deserved it. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> that's how society has taught me to think. That's a little messed up. Also, I'd be more scared of the wife ghost and the husband ghost. So if the wife dies and is haunting the place, like that would freak me out. So are we feminist or are we sexist? I don't know. I'm switching back and forth, you I guess. Decide. I'm thinking that women make a scarier ghost for me. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> I can't wait to be a ghost. I guess it just depends on the details of the crime. If I'm gonna buy my dream home, or not. we should have done that instead. Yeah, should have done that as a question. Feel free to weigh in if you want. 207 807 1104. Would you rather stay in uh, a graveyard for the weekend or a haunted house? Is that what we're saying? Is the house abandoned? Abandoned house. Because they're both like, it implies that they are both haunted. A graveyard, an abandoned house, they're both creepy. 
Yeah, feel free to weigh in. 207-807-1104. It's, it's spooky season over here at Hot Maybe Radio Maine. Let us know if you if you live in a murder house. I think it depends on the details. Never. Not even, like, nope. no matter what. what if, no matter what. What if somebody slipped down the stairs, hit their head, and then it was like... Then a, their poor soul is going to be trapped in the house because a, they don't even realize that they died. So no matter what happened, you can't buy a house that somebody died in? Yes. You don't think that somebody died in your apartment complex? No, it was built in 2016. And everybody is tight. It's fresh. All right. Fresh souls. All right. Whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> Sue from Wales, would you rather spend the night in an abandoned house or a graveyard? Um, Abandoned house, for sure. <laughs> for sure? For Why? sure. For sure. So me and Tara both chose the graveyard. Why are you going with the abandoned house? I would rather be out of the element. Um, You're out in the open. There's animals, all kinds of things. So... Oh, so you're scared of the animals. We were scared of the bugs. <laughs> um, and if there's like ghosts or whatever, they could be friendly. So I'd rather be in the house. Nobody's saying that anyone really died in the house. We're just saying it's an abandoned house, but you know there's dead bodies in the graveyard. Correct. Which is creepy. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to think about. Speaking of dead bodies. I saw the funniest tweet yesterday and it said <laughs> this is an awkward transition. This the trend of having a BBL is going to one day result in having coffins that are shaped like a guitar case. Oh, I get it because of the sh- <laughs> their butt won't fit in a normal coffin. <laughs> is that what it's called? A coffin? A casket. When I think of coffin, I think like of a like vampire. vampire. It's made out of cheap wood nailed yeah. together. Caskets more expensive. Caskets are like thousands of dollars. Classier, if you will. Sue was kind of thinking about what I was thinking about, though. I hate camping and doesn't sound like she likes camping either. She wants to be out of the elements. I might switch my decision. Really? Uh, I'll give you a a follow up after I watch uh, Halloween Resurrection again. (laughs) I just feel like the house has rotting floorboards and you could fall through. And there's There's, roaches and bugs and mites. Probably like there's definitely like a possum that lives in there. There's Mm -hmm. probably some gross animals in the house as well. Eh, Neither are really the ideal situation. Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Angela Lansbury has passed away. She was 96. Her family issued a statement saying the children of Dame Angela Lansbury are sad to announce that their mother died peacefully in her sleep at home in Los Angeles at 1.30 a.m. Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. Just five days shy of her 97th birthday. Aww. Lansbury will forever be known as small town sleuth Jessica Fletcher on the classic Murder, She Wrote. Uh, The Sunday night show ran for 12 seasons. She also voiced Mrs. Pot in the 1991 Disney masterpiece Beauty and the Beast. Tara was like, I don't know about Murder, She Wrote, but Mrs. Pot. Yeah, her song, she goes, tale as old as time. That is older than Murder, She Wrote. That came out in 91. Murder, She Wrote went off air, what, 96? Really? Well, when I was a small infant child, I don't think my parents were putting on Murder, She Wrote for me to watch. They were putting on Beauty and the Beast. Our parents had different uh, parenting styles. Lansbury won... You better babysat me. (laughs) Really? Lansbury won five Tony Awards. Um, And she also was nominated for a few Oscars in her illustrious career. Fun fact about Murder, she wrote, it took place in Maine. Cabot... 
film in Maine or it was just meant to take place? In I don't Maine? know if they filmed in Maine or not, but Cabot Cove, maybe they did some like exterior shots out yeah. there. Cabot Cove, a small coastal community in Maine. And there was even a thing called Cabot Cove Syndrome um, because there was so many murders that happened in and around Cabot Cove location. Like it was crazy. They actually uh, broke it down and said that uh, it would be the murder capital of the world. It would top what is now, I don't know what officially is now the murder capital of the world, but it has mur- more murders than the murder capital of the world. You got to think 12 seasons and all these different murders that she was solving in and around Cabot Cove. They filmed it in Northern California. Who knew it was so dangerous here in Maine? It's the least dangerous state in the country, <laughs> yeah. or at least in the top three least dangerous states, and they made it the most dangerous between of between all time. Cabot Cove and all the fictional stuff that happens in the Stephen King books. Maine, I know. Maine's pretty dangerous. Also, speaking of murder, there is a story floating around right now about Angela Lansbury's daughter. Apparently, was tied up with Charles Manson, and Angela Lansbury said, "Not on my watch," and moved her family to. Ireland. And then years later, it came out that he was the Charles Manson. Oh, wow. So she saved her daughter from that cult and the murders. Yikes. That is a wild story. Kanye West was, we can't do Dirty on 30 without Kanye news. Kanye was a guest on The Shop, but we're not going to get to see this episode. Maverick Carter, producer and co-host of the show, uh, made a statement about the parents. He said, Kanye was booked weeks ago, and after talking to Kanye directly the day before I taped, uh, I believed he was capable of a respectful discussion, and he was ready to address all his recent comments. Uh, He said, unfortunately, he used The Shop to reiterate more hate speech and extremely dangerous stereotypes. We have made the decision not to air the episode or any of Kanye's remarks. While the shop embraces thoughtful discourse and different opinions, we have zero tolerance for hate speech of any kind and will never allow our channels to be used to promote hate. He said, I take full responsibility for believing Kanye wanted a different conversation and apologize to our guests and crew. Hate speech should never have an audience. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the show, but co-host LeBron James, he was actually not present during the taping, which I think is Interesting. They're probably like, you know what? We're going to distance LeBron a little bit from Kanye. Here. Kanye could be on the show. Made sure of it. But let's make sure that LeBron's just not at this taping of this one right now. Well, that's now. respectable of them to, you know, have some boundaries and morals. You were like, why do they even need to put this out? Like, did they do a promo that said he was going to be on the shop? And I didn't see anything about it. But my best guess is when you're dealing with yay, you got to get ahead of these things because he's going to start sharing text messages, phone conversations, secret yep. videos of him showing you porn, all different stuff that he does. So you got to get ahead of this as soon as possible and put out the statement. And he also wanted to apologize to there was film crew that was there. There was, you know, other people taking part in the conversation that was there. And he wanted to apologize to them for subjecting them to the hate speech. Elon Musk. You know, when he's the level-headed one in the conversation, there's something up. Musk had a conversation with Kanye about his recent ban from Twitter because of the anti-Semitic comments. On Monday, Musk tweeted, talk to Ye today and express my concerns about his recent tweet, which I think he took to heart. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) Musk has resumed talks to take over uh, Twitter, by the way. He Uh, also just released a new perfume that smells like burnt hair. Musk? Did you see that? No, Elon Musk has his own perfume. He has his own musk. His own musk. Uh, Some lighter things to end dirty on the 30 wit. Drake's kid turned five. Superhero themed birthday party, which took place at an arcade. Adonis got to meet Spider-Man and uh, Drake posted a snap where he was doing the iconic hand gesture, pretending to shoot a web at the camera. He did one of those uh, sliders on Instagram and captioned it. Happy fifth to my twin finger crossed emoji, sparkling heart emoji. (laughs) 
And uh, the last picture I thought was interesting because it's him filming the party with his trusty camcorder, like basically like the mom from Mean Girls filming. Yep. And my question to you is, what's going on with the camcorder? I feel it's like back that style. You would know. Yeah, it's it's back the vintage look. The Polaroids were I mm, I feel like the Polaroids may be on their way out, and this new vintage camcorder is back in from the nineties. <laughs> vintage camcorder. This is like what I had as a uh, in high school and college. I have a camcorder. I, I have a ton of mini DV tapes where we would do like little skits and things on. I just I think that everyone looks better on a camcorder because the quality is not good so it's a little blurry it's just like when we all had iphone 4s and mm. we all looked absolutely stunning on instagram and now it's like ooh, yikes might need to edit that um yeah i'm excited so does this mean that like are people buying are they producing new camcorders or are these like bought at thrift stores or like i would assume used? they the good ones come from ebay and the thrift stores interesting i gotta get one because i have all these tapes and it'd be interesting to go back and watch like the college shenanigans from <gasps> our oh my god I would live for that. Yeah. If you get your hands on that and we can play them, please bring them into work. <laughs> they're, we could set up a projector. They're pretty ridiculous. Yeah. One last thing. Tom Brady just bought a major league pickleball team. I know you thought you were, I was going to say Ooh. something about Giselle. Mm. Pickleball is America's fastest growing sport, by the way. Nearly 5 million players in 2021. Uh, LeBron James, Draymond Green, Kevin Love, Super Bowl champ Drew Brees. They also are owners of pro pickleball teams. Fun fact. And Brady actually started playing the game four years ago and plays pickleball with, with his kids all the time. So now he owns He's a like, pro Look, franchise. Sweetie, I did it for the kids. I bought a pickleball team. And she's like, I just want you to be home for dinner. That's <laughs> I, all I want. I just want you to stop playing football. <laughs> Enough of the sports, please. I don't want to take care of you when you have CTE later on in life. She's please. also being a shady queen on Instagram. She just liked something that insinuated that if someone loves you, they'll spend their time wisely with you, whatever, or something. And she commented on it with... Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's your Dirty on 30 Made How to Made by Darigo Federal Credit Union. You can save a lot on your car loan by going through a credit union, especially if you use Darigo, DarigoFCU.com. For Christmas, I purchased a pickleball set and I have yet to use it. I'm- Did you buy that because of Vanderpump Rules? Yes, 100%. <laughs> Well, Maura watches Vanderpump Rules and she was like, we should play pickleball. So I bought her this pickleball set for uh, Christmas and I haven't. Um, it's just collecting dust. But I need to like, I want to find a good spot to play. I know there's a few courts around the Portland area. If you got a good uh, pickleball spot, share with me. Shoot me a text. 207. Well, you better hurry up. It's about to get frigid. 807-1104. Yeah, I know. I got to get it in the fall. Fall pickleball is the best. Everybody knows that anyways. Oh, excuse me. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. Portland police were called to Washburn Ave at John Street around 8 p.m. Monday on reports of a gun being fired. Officials say they found a significant amount of money on the ground in the area of the incident, adding a semi-automatic handgun was also seized. The good news here is nobody was hurt. A rally to support the lobster industry will be held in Portland today. Organizers are trying to raise awareness as fishermen fight strict restrictions from the government. The rally will be held at DeMillo's at noon. Former Governor Paula Page will likely be at the rally, as will Rep. Jared Golden. Lops industry has support on both sides of the aisle. Something Mainers can agree on. All Mainers can agree on. The Main Bureau of Motor Vehicles is going to launch a new online appointment system in a few weeks here. Uh, Mainers will be able to schedule BMV appointments in advance. So should make that uh, process a little less painful for everybody. That sounds amazing. Do we ever get clarity on what's the difference between a BMV, a DMV? It's just the wording. MVD. It's by state and it's the wording. 
Thanksgiving. What was the other one? You said there was another one. L O V. I want to say D O L. We got a text for one. Department of License. Was that it? Yes. What's, and we need to know the difference between a department and a bureau because it's the main bureau of motor vehicles, but it's the main department of education. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you a little story. Go for it. When I turned 21 and I was going out to the bars and stuff, my ID was my picture from when I got my license at 16 or 17 years old. Yes. And I hated that photo. I just felt like it was not a reflection of me. So you had matured in life. Yeah. So I one day got all dolled up and went to the DMV just simply to get a new photo taken. And that was all. How long did that process take? Surprisingly not long. I went at a weird time. I think I had to pay like $5 and they were like, what's the reason? And I'm like, I just want a new picture. <laughs> I think my other one's ugly. Please stop asking questions. Um, and now I'm at the point where it's been, what, like five years since then. And I'm looking at it thinking, I'm probably going to do that again. You're due for a new picture. I, I'm due for a new picture. I've changed. Did I've you, changed the way I do my makeup, my hair. I have a side part in my license photo, and that is not an accurate representation of me in 2022. Hey, it's got to be accurate, I guess. Uh, the main department of education in Educate Maine named Casco Bay High School teacher Matthew Bernstein as Maine's 2023 Teacher of the Year. Bernstein teaches ninth grade humanities and social studies. And while not teaching, Bernstein is playing or coaching soccer and basketball, reading a book, trying to determine where to find Portland's best slice of pizza. Uh, all that info is according to the Maine Department of Education. Where does he get the time? How does he find time to look for the pizza, the coke? Coach, I just can't do it. I have friends that are uh, uh, in work in education. And when you're a coach and a teacher, that's a lot of time right there. I know. How is he finding time to eat the pizza? I don't know. Um, but shouts to him. Love to see it. Matthew Bernstein, Teacher of the Year. Maine's 2023 Teacher of the Year, Casco Bay High. Uh, Buckingham Palace announced on Tuesday that King Charles III will be crowned on Saturday, May 6, 2023. Pinkies up. If you're a fan of the royal family, that will be... I'm not a fan of him. ...a day on... <laughs> My head just went to his pinky going up and I'm thinking about his fat bloated hands. <gasps> How dare you? Sorry, no body shaming here. I'm sorry. No. I take it back. The ceremony has taken place at Westminster Abbey for the last 900 years, according to the royal website. So that's where it's going to take place again. Well, Google King Charles III's hands. You told me to Google it. You're the one that told me to do it. <laughs> now I've been passing that along. I'm like, hey, what are you doing right now? Something's up. You on your phone? Google King Charles III hands. And also look up tampon gate while you're at it. Out of all things you can Google with the king, King Charles III tampon, King Charles III uh, hands. Those are two things. If you have some downtime, <laughs> going to go to the bathroom at work and you're going to scroll we were, through your phone. When we were talking about who has the weirdest search history here at the station, <laughs> it's definitely me because I've looked up all those things on my work computer on the work Wi-Fi. Yep. <laughs> That checks out. That is five things you know. Man, how to mean by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Over 25,000 victories for injured Mainers. Call Joe today and get a free case evaluation. 207 call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Yeah, every morning. Trippy Red tickets on the line this Saturday. He's going to be at the Cross Insurance Center in a Bangor trip on campus tour. He's hitting Bangor this Saturday for these tickets. 207-807-1104 is the phone number. Uh, we want to talk about what this morning, Tara? Last minute people. Who's the last minute person in your life? Maybe it's you. 207-807-1104. Shout them out. Last minute person. Who's the last minute person in your life or is it you? 
it's not me. <laughs> Trust me, it's not me. I, I like to plan things out and know what I'm getting myself into. So the last minute person in my life is my BF, Tucker. I've never met a bigger procrastinator than him. I've never encountered one ever. He waits until the very last minute, even on little minuscule things. If I'm like, can you put that in? Can you put the leftovers in the fridge after dinner? He'll literally wait until like right before he's going to bed to put them in the fridge. It is the weirdest thing to me. Is it pure laziness or is he a procrastinator? I don't know. 207-807-1104. Who's the last minute person in your life? Shoot us a text, give us a call. We'll put you in the running for the trippy red tickets. For me, it's me. It is you. It's 100% me. I'm glad you're self-aware on that. I am. <laughs> I'm so self-aware on it because as we've been talking about, I'm going to take the next two days off. Shouts to uh, my buddy Aaron. He's uh, my college, one of my college roommates. He's getting married for his wedding. I uh, Maura was going to the mall looking for like a dress or looking for something. She bought a dress. She bought like a bunch of dresses, tried different ones on. She's been prepared for this. Yeah. So she went to the mall to get like an accessory or something over the weekend. I'm like, hey, uh, I don't have a shirt to wear. Do you think you can like pick up a shirt if you see one while you're there? So she grabbed me a shirt and then she's like, do you have everything for like, I have the suit, I have the bow tie, I have the shirt now. I'm like, well, I just need a belt and um, shoes because the last... Aren't you leaving tomorrow? Yeah, so I'm leaving tomorrow. So I need to get a belt of shoes. I also still need to get a gift, but I'll probably just pop Money. on and do the registry thing. Yeah. I think they're like registered. So that's going to be super easy. Um, but we're bringing Lana and I don't want her to be stinky. So I got to go take her to get a, a this is I'm stressed. A out. dog wash. I'm hearing your to do list for today. I'm already stressed. out. And also I uh, I hit up uh, Frank DeBarber yesterday and I was like, hey, you think you can fit me in tomorrow? And he was like, yeah, sure. I got you. He's like, oh, hold on. I'll call you right back. Um, and he never called me back. <laughs> And then I texted him later. He never texted me back. So at some point, I got to figure out a haircut, whether it's going to be him or I'm going to have to risk more. It's like, you're not going to go to somebody that you don't know. I'm like, well, I'm not going to show up without a haircut to no, the wedding. Can't, you can't risk that. So she's like, you should, if you can't get Frank to cut your hair, you shouldn't just not, not do it because it well, could get botched. I think that being a last minute person is kind of disrespectful to the people around you because you're inconveniencing others. Like you're inconveniencing your barber. He's got to squeeze you in now. <laughs> Last I, minute, he's well, got to cancel someone's appointment to get no, you in there. I hit him and I said, hey, either you or put in a recommendation that somebody that has an opening. He's got like, okay. he's got like eight barbershops. Right. Somebody's got an opening. You know what I mean? That's true. Just tell me if it, if you can't squeeze me in. I, was, I wasn't like, I need you. I do. But if somebody else was available, I need his recommendation. So what time do you leave tomorrow? It's up in the air. It's debatable. Oh my God. So I will be shocked if you complete your entire to-do list today and it doesn't drag over into tomorrow well, morning. Aaron knows uh, how his uh, friends are and <laughs> and uh, we're staying Thursday night over and the wedding's actually Friday. So it doesn't matter how late I am tomorrow. I just need to get there tomorrow. That's the goal is get there. And then I wake up and I'm there in time for the for the wedding. Jeez. But then, of course, I got to get dressed and make the shuttle from the hotel to the wedding. So I'm the last minute person in my life. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Here's how bad it is. I was like, well, there's no real events going on on Thursday. So we get down there and I could probably just find a store and get like shoes no, and belts. That no, no. <laughs> because then you will never find something. When you go shopping for something specific in a time crunch, you won't find it. I, told, won't. I haven't told more of that yet, but I feel like she would have the same reaction as you just had. <laughs> she was like, you absolutely You need everything packed not. and ready to go so you can relax. Shauna from Lewiston. Who's the last minute person in your life? Unfortunately, 
Actually, it's me. Like, I will wait ages to start, like, a five-page essay. I'll start it, like, four hours before and just grind it all out that same night. <laughs> Why? That's how I get through college. There's no other way. That's, oh, my God. That's what I did. Join the club. We're, we're the last-minute yeah. people in, a, in everyone's <laughs> life around us, I guess. Such unnecessary stress. It is, but it makes me work harder. So I just get through it. It's so much easier than... That's true. Oh my God. Sitting in class those days I would have to turn in papers was so brutal because I definitely did not sleep the entire night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's due at midnight for me. So I just, like, I start at eight o'clock and I'm good for the night. Nowadays, you just upload it to whatever site, right? And you have to upload it by midnight. Isn't that yeah, how, how it works? Perfect. How did you do it? Yeah. I, well, I had to turn it in the class the next day. Huh. Yeah. Oh there, my God. There was On no. Paper? Yeah. So you couldn't skip class. No, I would have to print it out and turn it in. There was no uploading files to any like service or anything like that. Like That's crazy. I literally had to oh, print God. it out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but that'd be a lot harder. I don't even have a printer or anything. So. I know no one has a printer in this day and age. I would, I didn't have a printer no. either. I would have to go to the library and wait in line and try to use the printer yeah, to print it out. Real college experience. Yeah, or staples or something. <laughs> I feel so old. Oh, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, all right, that's good enough for us. We'll put you in the running for the trippy red tickets. We got a few minutes here. I'm going to call back our winner, so you might get a call right back, all right? Yes, thank you so much. Katie from Lebanon, Maine, who's the last minute person in your life? Oh my gosh. So my daughter, Brooke, <laughs> she's 14. I have twins and one of them is constantly the opposite. So she is always ready in time. She's like waiting in the car 10 minutes before everyone else is ready. And then I have one that everyone will be going out to the car and she's like, okay, mom, I just got to get dressed and she'll roll out of bed. <laughs> so that's definitely it- my, my baby twin. <laughs> that's interesting. So the twins and one of them is on time, other not so much. Huh. Well, you have to yes. tell them apart and somehow. Everything about them is complete opposite. So when they were born, I was told they were mirror opposite. One of them's left-handed, one's right-handed. Yeah. One of them was dyslexic, one could read and write, and she is definitely always my last-minute person. That always. is so interesting. I remember there was kids in my my neighborhood, and they were like, "We're mirror twins." I've never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, even they had like a birthmark on like the opposite side. It was huh. weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know what causes that. Yeah. There's got to be some science behind that, right? Yeah, I don't know. They're identical, so they look like everything looks exactly the same. But one of them has short hair, one has long hair. They love the complete opposite. <laughs> well, shout out. You said Brooke, right? She's the last minute person. Oh yes, Brooke is definitely my last minute. All right, Sabrina from North Berwick, Maine. Great name for this time of year, Tara. <laughs> Are you a witch? Uh, yeah, that's what everybody says. I think a little bit, yeah. Oh, she's like I'm a little witchy. <laughs> Definitely um, can be. Who's the last minute person in your life? Oh, that's me, a hundred percent. It's me. <laughs> Everyone's calling themselves out today. Yeah, join the no, club. It, it is. It is me. It's it's awful. I I've tried to you know switch up my ways as far as that goes, but um, old habits die hard. So <laughs> sometimes I think it's just you. Like that's just the person you are, and that's the person you're gonna be. Yeah, but I can. Yeah. I can relate being the last minute person. We really do want to change. Like it's not something we want to be. 
It just right. happens. But you'll change it the last minute. Like I made a to-do list of everything <laughs> I needed to do for this wedding that was coming up last week. Did I cross anything off? No. But like the thought was there that I needed to get ahead of it. It just didn't do it. Exactly. I totally understand. <laughs> All right. We're we're going to we're going to start a like Facebook is, group together. This is much deeper. <laughs> this is much deeper. I'm I'm sensing avoidance. Is that a, yeah, I'm sensing sensing avoidance. Yeah. Um, avoid, you don't want to be stressed out. You're, you're, I'm sensing fear. I just work well under pressure. So when there's a time limit, okay. I got to knock it all out. Let's see who people are blaming on the text. A lot of people taking responsibility and saying they're the, the last minute person in their life. This text says, it's me for sure. I'm currently working on it. Love you guys. All right. We're all working on it. We appreciate that. Thank you. And they said, it's my birthday today too. Happy <gasps> birthday. Happy birthday. I'm looking at a previous text. It looks like this is Tristan from Acton. So happy birthday, Tristan from Acton. Um, um, my other half is the procrastinator, Max said. Mm-hmm. And then the majority of people on the text are, are taking responsibility and saying that they are the last minute person in their life. Hello? Hey, this is Ryan and Tara at Hot Radio Maine. Who's this? It's Shauna. Shauna! <laughs> we just talked to you, right, Shauna? <laughs> yes, you did. All right. Refresh my memory. What did Shauna say? Did you say you're the last minute person? Yes, because of my college essays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we talked about how college yeah. is so different. Yeah, not only am I the last minute person, but I also clearly forget everything because this <laughs> literally just happened like two minutes ago. <laughs> uh, and you guys were making fun of me because I had to actually turn in my papers to class. Um, yeah. All right, Shauna. That's crazy. We picked your uh, answer, and that means we're hooking you up with tickets. Congre- Congratulations. This Saturday, uh, you have some plans now. You're going to Trippy Red at the Cross Insurance Center. Yes, that's perfect. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. You got a pair of tickets. Who's going to be the lucky person? Who you bring with you? Oh, my gosh. I'm not sure. Probably my boyfriend or one of my girlfriends. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> all right. There you go. You don't have to decide just yet. Um, we're going to give you all the details in a second. Hold tight. All right. Okay. Ticket giveaway is made hot in Maine by Town and Country Federal Credit Union. Free debit card, mobile pay, no fees, no minimum balance, ATM refunds, and more. Set up your account in about five minutes at tcfcu.com. Membership eligibility required. Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. We got to do our fast food report. Oh, what's new? <laughs> Keep those adult happy meals. I'm saving my one trip to McDonald's per month for next week. Or That's a personal rule of mine, by the way. I can only go to McDonald's. Once a month. Oh, where's the fun in that? If I go more than once, I'm not saying I always keep that rule, but if I break the rule, something happened emotionally to me that month. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> next week, they're bringing back the boo buckets. Ooh. Yeah. They were first introduced in 1986. Is it weird as an adult? Because this isn't an adult Happy Meal. This is just a regular Happy Meal that it comes with. Yeah, you can still get it. Okay, I'm going to get the boo bucket next week. Um, OG McBoo, they got Mc... Pumpkin and they got McGoblin. Um, McBoo. McBoo. I think I got to go with the McPumpkin. That was the one that I remember from uh, my childhood. I like the ghost. That's McBoo, I believe. McGoblin, I think, is the green one. Um, you can use them. That was a witch. For trick or treating. It's going to be back October 18th. You could to use it as a puke bucket. The 31st. A puke bucket. Instead of the popcorn bowl. How to make something wholesome. Yeah. Not so wholesome. Well, what are you going to use this bucket for aside from trick-or-treating like in your day-to-day life? That's why I'm saying Halloween decor. Puke bucket. Sometimes I like uh, I have a little table in my front room. I like to put a bucket there and throw in some candy. And every time I walk by it, I go, oh, I'll have a little Twizzler. Oh, I'll have a Reese's Pieces. Oh, don't mind if I do. Yeah, I'll just dip in. 
it's like every time I walk by, it's like taking a little little bonus. So this will be my part of my Halloween decor after I get it. 18th through the 31st. Uh, they brought it back several times, but um, this time it's going to look more like the iconic bucket that I remember from my childhood. So oh, they're okay. kind of tr- trying to model it off off of the original versions of uh, these buckets. I, I think that like while it's geared as a happy meal for kids, they're really trying to they're really trying to pull out the uh, the strings of millennials and and people like me. Well, that, they're the ones paying for it. Well, also uh, there's been a, uh, studies that have been shown that there's a steep decline in people that uh, go to McDonald's. Like the majority of like Gen Zers have never tasted a Big Mac before. Excuse me. They're just opting for other fast food options or healthier options. So McDonald's. Oh my god. Where I grew up, like eating McDonald's at least once a week going through the drive-thru, at least uh, driving to sports practices or going whatever, you would always run through the drive-thru and go quick. Uh, the new generation, they're not having that same that, that same experience. Well, what's going on? Stop being <laughs> vegan. Stop being too healthy over there. Jeez. So they're, they're trying all these things. I was uh, seeing as a trend on TikTok for the McDonald's workers to say, stop ordering the adult. Why are they saying Because that? it's going so crazy. People are like buying 10, 12, holding up the line. It's chaos. Set that up with the McDonald's CEO. Don't worry. Not us. I'm waiting for the, uh, I'm waiting for these boo buckets. October 18th. I'm going to be first in line. I have the McDo- I have the McDonald's app, so I'll just order it through that and then pick it Has up. Has the McDonald's app, but will only go once a month, really. <laughs> Something's not adding up. All right. Maybe I go more than once a month. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Somebody texted in. I think they worked at the St. John's uh, location and they're, they're like, we saw Ryan come through the drive-thru. I'm like, shh. <laughs> Stop telling my business. 